Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, uh, the dog is upstairs alone. So this is just to let the, let the listener know that if you hear some random barks throughout the show... It's Jack. He's farting yeah. on the bar stool. Yeah. Before <laughs> we begin, it's time to thank some great organizations for doing what they do so well. The Gooder Sunglasses people. Gooder has new shades specifically for cycling coming out. I know if you hunt around the internet, you have probably seen it. Uh, sea Otter is where they came out. Mm-hmm. Check out a little of uh, Ashton Lambie's maybe earlier photos. I think you might have seen them. They are legit. They're beautiful, and they're going to be super affordable. Stay tuned. We here at the Pack Veller have some very soon to share with all of you, our friends of the show. Wahoo Fitness people, computers, trainers, heart rate monitors, and training platforms to fulfill all of the elements of the two-wheeled lifestyle. Get to Pack Veller. Click the link. Get yourself the best in cycling technology today. Untapped maple, maple people, tested in true flavor and performance coming from Vermont's purest maple syrup. Jackson and I had the salted cocoa yesterday. Cocoa, cacao, was it cocoa? Cocoa. Cocoa yesterday. And I... Very, very happy with it. It was really good. I agree. Works perfectly. Easily digestible, quick, and delicious. 100 calories never went down so smoothly. Get to Pack Filler today and click the link. Athletic Brewing people. The best in non-alcoholic craft brewing out there. Multiple flavors, multiple opportunities to have a beer without having alcohol. Trust me, trust Dry April Jack. Nearly dry. Use the link at Pack Filler. (laughs) And finally, Ambassador Cycling people. Get fit to get fit. You need to be efficient. That's what makes the bike go fast. You know that. Get to Sam at AmbassadorCycling.com today to schedule a meeting to make you faster, comfortable, and far more efficient. Let's do this. So this... This... uh, local guy wants to do an article on the podcast and he uh he and i were talking about something else and um he said uh yeah i too didn't and listened i didn't realize you guys were so professional what how do you react to that he he's drinking like wait us. are you listening yeah. to, are you listening to the right podcast yeah like um 
cycling Which, podcast another one that's a, that's a nice professional one <laughs> no, I, was, I took it as a compliment and then I realized nah, he didn't listen okay uh, Holy Week is over the Ardennes are approaching oh and the Giro is 18 days away Right, and it's eighteen. Yeah. It's either seventeen or eighteen days away. Don't relax. Cycling is here, and so is the Pack Filler Podcast. I am Pat Bolger. The panel is present. Let's throw an awkward question into their faces, shall we? This is from listeners. Are. This is from listeners, gentlemen. When I introduce you, could you please respond with one of the most embarrassing moments of your life to date? Man, I've yep. So many. So many embarrassing moments, so little time. And I usually go with Paul first, so should I give him a second while the theme dies? Or should we just jump right into it? He's definitely, uh, he's definitely has, he, Uh, well, there you go. This is how the show's going to go, Pat. Yeah. Professional, remember? Are you feeling the pressure? It's, it's what's just going a, fl- on? a fluster. <laughs> he, he will definitely have some disc brakes and tubeless tire comments in the next hour. Mr. Paul Maine, how are you, man? Yeah, doing all right. So, uh, talk to me, man. What, what was your one of your most embarrassing moments of your life without being too rated X? Yeah, that's, that's not a problem. It's not too much <laughs> in my life is rated X, so... Sad. I know. Mm. I know. Yeah. Um, Well, let's see. I was dating this girl, (laughs) and this is not even rated X. What year? Yeah. I was in college. Okay. And, you know, to be honest with you, I liked her, but. Did you just say 1969? Jesus, you (laughs) asked. The year I was born. (laughs) Oh, really? I was in kindergarten. Yeah. In first grade. Nice. Um, But, yeah, I was dating this. This girl, I, I, I liked her, but I didn't really want. Yeah, you know, I, I, yeah. I didn't want to come off like bad. We're saying goodbye. I don't know how she felt about me. I turned around and ran to a post and ripped a huge <laughs> fart. <laughs> and, wow! Uh, I turned around and she just didn't know how to react. Yeah, I would have laughed. Was that the end of the relationship? Yeah, I, I, I don't yeah. think it was. We stayed friends. Yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> I'm sure it went around campus like, yeah, that's the guy. He's just, yeah, yeah. he's loaded. <laughs> so. <laughs> Post and farted. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know if we could top that. Number two, he will definitely use the restroom in the next hour, Mr. Jack Broadhead. Hi. Um, <laughs> you okay you know, tonight, man? I'm, I'm. You seem a little running, flustered. Just running, running ragged. Really? Um, yeah, I'm all right. Okay. You know, when you. When this question came up, I'm not easily embarrassed. Like I don't. I really? guess I don't have any shame. You or never, is that? I'm just like. Eh. <laughs> you, you've never farted. No, in somebody, all, somebody all, all that. But I just not. I'm not super embarrassed. I guess probably. Wow. God, life must be wonderful. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I guess I, I just don't give a shit. Yeah, uh, that's what I mean. Life you know, must be wonderful. Let's see. I'll go to a, a an embarrassing cycling moment. That okay. I, I actually brought up on a ride that that I, I it's probably of you know how you try to forget things and how it just comes up once in a while is mm-hmm. I um last lap of a of a state championship road race out at Cheney I oh that one yeah mm-hmm. yeah it, I got 
I got left behind by the. I think there was about eight people finished. You know, yeah, eight people left brutal. in the race. Yeah. So is, is the horrible longest cold. race horrible cold? Oh, yeah, like the longest yeah, race yeah. I've ever done. I think like one thirty. Yeah, something like that. Whatever yeah. it was, what one twenty something. It was yeah, ridiculous, yeah. and it was raining and cold, and I, I, I got left behind because I started to take my booties off on the last lap. <laughs> I was. I brought this up to my wife the other day. I'm like, you know, why did I? I, yeah. it, I just you're hypoxic. Man, it's that's what it was. It's, it's really fucking it's hot. Thirty six <laughs> degrees. I need to take my booties. I booties don't off. know what was it's, on it, my it, mind. It did warm call. up. It did it, warm up. That it started off maybe, cold. Maybe yeah. Maybe the sun mm-hmm. was out, and I'm like, all it, right, it you know, in, in seven miles or what, what was that lap? I don't. I, don't I can't. Know. Remember you just couldn't wait. I just. Yeah. Couldn't okay. bear one more. Do you remember who was on? No, I was behind Chris? the group. Chris Torgerson. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, the delirium of of a being a bike racer in a hundred and thirty mile race. Yeah. You are uh, you are accepted. Out of my mind. So you took your booties off, and yeah, that's embarrassing. I just oh, got that, dropped. You that, got dropped. Yeah, oh. I got dropped. Booties off. That's that's your, your most embarrassing. Were you on the feet? Getting dropped. Were you in the feet? I, I was. It was after the finish. We turned the, the corner fuck? to the oh, right. Oh, going up Solnape. Yeah, I just like yeah left myself. I crashed on lap one. Most <laughs> people are like that. that's another embarrassing <laughs> moment. <laughs> Most embarrassing moment. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I've right. shit my pants or okay. something. Yeah. I just can't remember. But you were okay with it then. Yeah. You just looked at everyone. This is Jack. No, I didn't make a point. I <laughs> you threw know. it like a chimpanzee. Yeah. Uh, third, he'll definitely be polite when somebody interrupts him in the next hour. Mr. Jackson Bolger. How are you, man? <clears throat> I'm all right. Um, <laughs> you even said that nice. I'll be yeah. the one. Yeah. Um, I guess it's time uh, for this to to enter the world. Um, <laughs> uh oh. So does, does your dad even know about this? He was there for it. Oh, cool. oh. yeah. Oh, um, well. well. Oh my God. Sears, God rest its soul. <laughs> Sears. He, we yep. were in the Sears Athletic. We were in the department, Sears, and yep. we and you guys were gonna buy an elliptical uh, mm-hmm. trainer, and so I got on a stationary bike. And <clears throat> the irony. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't know back then that um, that the pedals didn't stop. Yeah. I just didn't know. And so I was like, I got going like pretty fast on it and my feet came off and one just smacked my like the back of my like calf. leg, the back yeah. of my calf. Yeah. And it surprised me so much that I farted, but it wasn't it wasn't. He sharded. <laughs> yeah. And he sharded. Oh, yeah. 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 And we didn't nice. buy the bike. <laughs> we, did. And so, we did probably buy some underwear. Though. Did yeah. you wipe it down? Well, n- <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, so I go to the bathroom because, like, you know, yeah. what are you supposed to do? Yeah. yeah. And so you leave your underpants in the bathroom. Yeah. Wait till you hear this. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, oh, there's more. So um, we all, I mean, not we all, like I go in and then I'm like, what do I do? And you were in there and you, I remember you 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 may deny this, but you said these specific words. You said, "I said, what do I do with my underwear?" And you said, "Put them in your pocket." What? <laughs> what kind of fatherly advice yeah. is that? And underwear so, isn't cheap. Did, yeah, 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 right. It, it was a frugal. Your mom could get the stain out. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We can wash it out. And so you, did you put them in your pocket? I put them in my pocket. I'm oh. an asshole. And then, I'm an asshole. You should have tossed them. And then you guys Shit. bought the elliptical, and I was sitting in the car. Underwearless with my poop underwear in my pocket. (laughs) I was there for probably forty-five minutes, just trying to wait for the elliptical to come out of the out of the store. And yeah, and then your mom gets in the car and says, "It smells like shit in here." (laughs) 
<laughs> to, to pay him back, you should have left the underwear under the seat. I know. <laughs> Sweet. There's some thinking there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a horrible father. Yes, you are. I was trying to be nice, I think. You know, it's just like, just yeah. put them in your nah. pocket. You're fine. Just put them in your I'd pocket. I'd throw them and see if they stuck on the wall and leave them there. <laughs> That's what I would have done. Anyway. Oh my God, Jackson wins! Um, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, and for me, sure. I'll definitely swear too many times for no apparent reason in the next hour. I had a common theme there, but the stories were too great. Um, my story is is uh, a classic scenario of a of a child of a divorced parents. Uh, my mom was, I was living with my mom. She was working, uh, you know, every day, and so one morning I got up by myself for for grade school, uh, seventh grade. Um, Went downstairs to the kitchen. There isn't much in the in the cupboard, and so I, I found the nearest thing I could get, and it was a can of applesauce. And I opened <laughs> up a can of applesauce, and I didn't realize the can of applesauce probably came with the house. And oh. I I ate, I ate almost. Who who the fuck does this yeah. for breakfast? Yeah. But I ate almost the whole can of applesauce for breakfast. And um, huh. yeah, then then walked to school, and uh, I'm I'm sitting there in my. Um, Seventh grade class, and I think it was English, because you know, it, you, in those days, you know, every class you didn't move from class to class. Yeah. The, it, teachers you know, the teachers came just to your class. Yeah. Well, in our case, I think the teacher just switched gears, kind of a thing. It's like now I'm your math teacher, um, and um, Mr. Gall was his name, and I can probably say his name because fuck, if he's ever going to listen to this show, the guy's a complete douche. Is he? Wow. Oh, oh fuckhead. Yeah, um, absolute fuckhead. Uh, he had a lot of gall. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, but he. Um, he uh he uh, the girl in front of me was reading whatever story we were reading out loud and the the applesauce decided to make a return mm. and um it returned ret- up yeah oh yeah yeah right oh, okay. right uh, yeah orally yeah and it came right out and it was still obviously i mean you don't chew applesauce really so it came out in all of its purest form all <laughs> over this girl named heather i can't remember her last name and i don't want to embarrass her you know yeah, because she's listening to the Fuck show. the teacher, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but it came out all over her and me, and it was a pool in my lap. And um, I um, I'm going to share this with our listening audience um, for several months, if not almost another year. I was known as Boom Boom Bulger. <laughs> Boom. How terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to stick. You know. Yeah. That's going to. Yeah. <laughs> I, it is I terrible. may have to remember that. I was yeah. Boom Boom Bulger at, because I threw up applesauce. And I sat there with it in my lap yeah. and not knowing what to do because I had my knee- legs together so it wouldn't spill all over the floor. And yeah. Mr. Gall was just looking at me going, Bulger, Bulger, go, leave. <laughs> and I'm going, but I don't want to spill the vomit all over the floor. Go. And then yeah. I stand up and it goes. And he's everybody goes ah, you know, even grosser. So yeah, mine was more of a sob story. It was. It is embarrassing at that age in yeah. in school. Yes, yeah, it's terrible. No wonder you switch schools. You mean shitting yourself? No, I graduated a, from that school. Well, so you say you're thinking that shitting yourself on in Sears on an exercise bike, you're not going <laughs> to. Bike. Nobody knows it's not as bad. He as didn't that. shit on the bike. We yeah, do I have think, to say that nobody knew about it either. Embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Nobody. I knew bet about you. That. I bet you though, if and it was a shark, in there, shit. they could like scrape could off some fecal, fecal matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a shark. Some not DNA. Shit. You left some DNA. Yeah. On that. At the I hope scene. you feel good. Well, I leave a legacy wherever I go. Yeah. Speaking of which, speaking of which, back on the rails. Who's been writing? Paul, yeah, you haven't. You, you said you haven't. You're yeah, still, still have coming out of it. And everything. Yeah. Wow. 
Jack. I've had three indoor rides in a row. Really? Dude, nice. Mm. You going to do Bloomsday? Yeah. Jack's, I have to. Jackson and I were I talking about the other day. Mm-hmm. I have to. Are you doing it? Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. we were just talking about if anybody was. Yeah. Bloomsday, for those who don't know, uh, our region is a gigantic timed running race, and Jack is going to do it. Yeah. I'm, well, so it's like our anniversary. It's. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I so think we, the wife and I are just running it. We're yeah. not racing it together. Yeah. Yeah. Normally I would not Damn, run that. I would not run that. Ra- I would not race that yeah. with her. Yeah. But if we're just running, we've run it probably three times after like a couple ultra marathons and a couple marathon or a marathon so that we d- were just like, okay, let's just go fun funding. Yeah. Yeah. At Bloomsday together. But huh. there's been times where I've run my pace and she's run her pace, but okay. we're not in that kind of shape. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. What were the indoor rides? It's just 30 minutes. That's about all I can stand. Hey. Yeah. yeah. No, I My knee's been bugging me a little bit. Um, I talked to Sam about it. Um, we're going to get together again and see if I've got a... Um, wow. No, wrong no. one. Uh, ding. Yeah, I was ding. Supposed to that one. There we go. Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. Paul had you. Yeah. Yeah, he, thanks, man. He had your back. So, yeah. Um, I might borrow Sam's uh, bike bag for going to Holt Maui to ride. Careful of down trees. Down trees? Yeah. Is there falling? Did, did Sam tell you about his down tree story? Mm-mm. He took a chunk out of his uh, arm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was oh, on a guardrail. But he was avoiding oh, a tree. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Was he, wasn't he on a mountain bike? No. No, he's on no, his he's road, road, road bike. That was Karsten. Very similar to well, Karsten. Yeah, very similar to, okay. to the okay. Diva. The Diva did his on a... On, he, was go, he was avoiding a fence, and he clipped his arm on it, and... Just right, that was took a, that's yeah. one of the most Chunk intense. Filleted. Yeah, one yeah, of yeah. the most worst arm injuries I've ever seen. Not yeah. to downplay Sam. No, no, no. But Sam did the same thing, similar. But he was avoiding. He did a, a Chloe Digard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there you go, Jackson. How's your riding week been? Uh, it was good. We rode yesterday. Uh, that was my yeah. Uh, that was my second ride. That was my hardest ride of the week. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I did a gym session. We actually got a gym membership. What? I know. Big kid stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I that I did not realize how much I would like. Um, and I think it's going to be a big benefit come like come the race time and all that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did that. And then I rode for like 14 miles on last Wednesday. And then, like I said, you and I, I got up to like 68 miles at the end of it. You all. did. Yeah. Um, but it was good. We, of course, I said I said this yesterday on our ride that if um, if it's not snowing, apparently it's just gale force winds where we are. Yeah. Um. So we had we had the wind with us for sure. Wind with us and against us. Yeah. Um. But it was good yesterday. I Paul, felt kind of yeah shredded Paul's, after. Paul sends us a route that's fifty five miles, and mine was sixty two, yeah. and yours was just shy of seventy. So mm-hmm. you might want to think about recalculating. Well, it's from my house. Computers. You guys didn't calculate yeah. how far yeah. <laughs> he lived from my house. We did ride by your house. We just yeah. said hi to Flanders and stuff like that. That's was he, our, was that's, he in the window? He, of course. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. time I ride by your house, mm-hmm. he's in the window. So, yeah. yeah, there we go. It's a little doggy in the window. <laughs> how much for it? <laughs> um, I took something of a week off. I'm not going to lie. I did one Zwift ride just to kind of shake the legs out. And uh, that Monday ride with Jackson. And I, God, I, th- I am blown away that I feel okay. Because this morning, I woke up and my back felt like utter garbage. I was, I was like a track sprinter when you come out of the gates. And I was slowly 
rising kind of a thing. Like, I do that every it's month. terrible. Do yeah. you? Yeah. I was bad. Um, and I'm in the midst of, although I forgot to do it today, a 10,000 squats in 30 days and uh, a core thing in 30 days. The irony is that I'm trying to do core to strengthen my back. Yeah. And I hurt I might and be hurting shit today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there we go. Um, Jack, how's the bike hunt? Uh, today I asked the... They're out. There are bikes out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, specifically the one that I want. Um, I... I, I mentioned on I think the last show the guy that I was considering yeah. buying it through his shop um, was in Honduras I believe he's back I, anyway to get on a waiting list for that bike no. that the Argon bike yeah. yeah don't don't do it don't do it no. Pro's Closet yeah I would they've go. got but some on Pro's, Pro's Closet, Pro's closet. One? yeah why not I mean I get the draw for a new one though as well. I do understand that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, what so, am I going to save a grand? But I'll get it right away. Is that the point? Yeah. They're, I mean, it's there, and if you know what you want, and and they have a checklist, and I, I'm not. Yeah, I've been on there a product. lot. Yeah. I have. I've spent a lot of time on Pro's Closet. Yeah. yeah. But I. But that was, you know, like, well, I guess I'll just buy it. The, the thing is, eight thousand. Well, I. I I'm a little, little bit hesitant to buy anything when they're Honduras. Not that might be legit but anytime you go from away from the traditional areas yeah they have a tendency to be a little sketch bit, yeah sketch. he was in honduras but his oh. bike shop is in cooley idaho oh well yeah there we go that, that, oh yeah see you can go oh. right there the yeah. fuck so you're talking to a guy he was, was on, he on vacation? vacation yeah okay. yeah. Uh, yeah sorry i mixed see, but boy yeah. i confused he's taking people a for call like a, from a, you a week yeah on vacation kind of why i was i was pretty he's not impressed. married or, or won't be for long. I was I was out. impressed that he did. I wow. thanked him for taking that is cool. the call. Yeah. Yeah. He he sent out emails while he was there. He might I don't know. He might be a missionary for all I know. But uh, he sent me emails. <laughs> Can he, I interest he, you he, in he a re- Wake magazine? <laughs> he re- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, this is the way in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway, wow. Okay. So I don't know. I mean, I would love to just. You know what struck me during the classics what? this weekend, during Perry Bay? I was watching it all, and I, I, I think it happens to me when I now see. Wait, wait! You said all. Did you watch all of it? I did. Well, you started from from kilometer zero. I did, and then I fast forwarded a little bit, uh, okay. and then we'll get into that. Right. I, I fast forwarded a little bit, but then I went, "Wait, something's fucking going on," mm-hmm. and I rewound again, and so I I, I basically skipped like the first thirty k. And then I and then yeah. shit got real. But anyway, so I'm watching it, and I'm the pack goes into a corner, and you hear the, you know, all that kind of stuff, and I'm just going, oh my god, um, I know I'm old, I know I'm stuck in my ways, I know that I'm on a podcast with a guy who's keeping me stuck on my ways. <laughs> maybe he's maybe hold, he's holding it back. Maybe I should just sit here while I'm while I'm you know the slow kilometers are on and just kind of start looking around for frames. And I was thinking maybe I should just get another rim brake frame now and just slowly kind of build it up with with di two with with wow. rim brakes with you know I, I I know that there are wheels available now I know that there are probably you know I can get brake pads now and all that kind of stuff maybe I should build this bike up and maybe I should just ride it 
you know, the current bike I'm on now, I plan on riding for another three, four years. Well, two to three years. Okay, let's say at least. And then maybe I'll get another bike and ride it for another four plus years. And then when disc brakes get dialed in and you can, you know, you can flip Mm. a switch and the pads all of a sudden just go whack, you know, super wide. And I can do a quick wheel change. And Jackson and my wife made fun of me on this at Easter dinner because they're going like, yeah, how many wheel changes do you do in in the middle of a ride, Pat? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. But, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and then I talked to the diva and, and, and he told me that, uh, and Giants got some new frames out, you know, and stuff like that. Some rim brake frames that are that are out now. You should really? check out Giant. Really? Yeah, you should. You guys should check out Giant. They've got bikes right now. They've got some delays. I saw in a, a, huh. a ma- an article today, but their website is showing that they've got bikes in. Hmm. And I was going, man, I would just love to buy a frame. And then, by the way, the new TCR Advanced SL is just fucking gorgeous it's like is it a rim brake or disc it's rim it's it's rim the one i want to buy is rim brake and it's like a deep wine red it's like a purpley oh, red it's, it's fucking it's gorgeous <laughs> but yeah it's it's rim brake huh. is it uh direct mount or center bolt yeah okay uh, to me well we're going i'm i'm taking it in the weeds anyway that's fine no and what, I, so, but but what i was saying is am i in the wrong here I don't Jackson's think so. going to say yes. Yeah, but, you don't know, so. I mean, and I understand that. And that's kind of why I wanted to pose it to you guys. I, It's not that you're in the wrong. It's what you're interested in. And I don't think that's ever what I don't think it's ever going to be in the wrong. It's just a difference of opinions at this point. You know, like and I, this I, is a podcast. So you're free to express your period. No, I know. Opinions. And I was so, going yeah. to say that, like, I don't I don't think that I would necessarily do that just because mm-hmm. I like the way my bike performs. Yeah. And the and the brakes that I have perform. Um but I get I, like if you prefer what like one way over the other, I like rim brakes aren't really going away. They're just like they aren't as popular, is what yeah. I think. Because I mean, UAE still rides them all the time. Yeah. So. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the way my gravel bike performs. My gravel bike has disc brakes, and um, I love the way my mountain bike performs. My mountain bike has disc brakes. I'm just thinking to myself, I don't have I don't have any problems. I've never had to grab my brakes and go. Oh fuck! I'm gonna die, and have it not stop. I had that once. I had my Dolo Speedy brakes. Well, yeah, those were, <laughs> yeah. those were cork. God, those things were terrible. But so, so I'm I'm just thinking to myself, you know, why don't I ride this wave out a little bit? Get another bike with with rim brakes that I am happy with. I, I'm I'm enamored with with electronic shifting it sounds cool it sounds fun it's my tech geek that wants to kick in maybe i just you know ride this wave for a little longer well i i i agree uh, um with rim brakes for road road riding and racing especially racing and mm-hmm. and and marty J- jameson that you interviewed yeah. like last week good interview by the way why well, nice. thank you but you know he has a touring company and and the simplicity of rim brakes is so easy that he can get his bike together in a half hour from his pack, yeah. And he and he's on the road, yeah. And when you travel and you spend so much time, I mean, your time is really, really important. That you know, I, on his behalf, yeah, rim brakes. I hope they don't go away because if you travel, <coughs> that's the best way to go. Can you imagine packing a bike that's got all your hydraulic tubes? You got to 
put all these spacers in and and you got one piece stem yeah. oh my god it, it's going to be a nightmare and then it's a two hour before you can go for a ride you're all rummy from jet jet lag anyway but might not yeah. tighten something but and th- watching a couple of even the pros watching a couple of wheel chains here in peru bay i'm like oh jesus you know and and what it happened to wout going in he got a flat going into the arm before and oh he, he had to get, get somebody what happened he had he had the same thing collapse wheel yeah his wheel collapsed yeah we'll get uh, all we'll right get, yeah, 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 yeah 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 okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so <clears throat> you know some of these things yeah. um you know to me the simplicity of a bike when i got into it it was so easy so we, the average guy can center line their brakes you, you you put a wheel in you bump your brakes you can actually yeah it, it's not that easy um and i think the industry is pushing you know where they want to go and and it's unfortunate because it's made the bikes heavier it's made them way more complicated than they need to be because the cool thing about to me bikes and always have been it's a simple mechanical device mm-hmm. and now it's getting so complicated that if you're out in the middle of nowhere you have and i like electronics shifting i'll probably more likely go there than disc brakes but when you're out in the middle of nowhere you're pretty screwed yeah and um so uh and i mentioned to you pat that uh english bikes the guy i heard an interview on a pod another podcast yeah mm. um that he this customer wanted rim brakes and but able to handle like 42 c was the show you can say yeah. the show by the way I, I think just, it was I, I think it was either roller ruler um oh, okay. yeah. or or um uh, nerd alert from oh, okay. yeah, yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. two because I listened tips. to so many. Yeah, so yeah. um but anyway they're they're talking to him and Chris King actually devised uh, created a direct mount brake, which is is better than center pole. And then and they was able to they manufactured where you can take a forty two C wow uh tire. And it might even be wider, maybe forty-five. I mean, Shit. the capability is there, yeah. but the problem was was clinchers or tu- uh, tubeless with rim brakes. The lamination it delaminates with heat and heavy brakes. Oh, and so, oh, but God, several manufacturers, so I think, was, yeah. But you have uh, like actually people who fix the problem. I think Envy and also Zip right at the towards where everybody's like, nope, we're done. We're going to disc. They already fixed that problem. So I mean the technology is so there. So hopefully their warehouse is full of that useless shit. Well, they probably didn't manufacture much. They just like yeah, maybe we got prototypes. It, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, there you there go. There we go. Uh, would you? What would Jack? Would you ride another rim brake bike, or are you going to go full disc? Uh, um, I think I'm leaning full. Uh, certainly looking only at full disc and yeah. and and uh, electronic shifting. But you know the issues with the the brakes the like you mentioned hey i want to push a button and they're going to open up i mean mm-hmm. i would think that in time that would be if you have a rim if you have a disc brake bike you could prob- you know probably it's gonna buy happen. it's going to happen new brakes that would do that yeah. so yeah. you know i mean you that would be enough <laughs> it's not that hard that would be an upgrade so <laughs> we're we're really talking here about like oh my like how are we going to like get our wheels in together you know like no, but go I, for it. But I think what I mean is is that when you put the wheel back in, yeah, the the amount of play is so close that you got this. Ding, 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 ding. But like, and I, is how many watts is that? Probably nothing. 
but the repair isn't uh, like as hard as we're really making it seem you know like i like as as the person who every once in a while hears that and just goes oh just loosen this real quick tighten it back up like yeah. it is a pretty quick fix all in all it's it's frustrating i know it's frustrating sometimes that you have to actually use a tool but yeah. mm-hmm. so it's am i hard. am i am i stupid for wanting another rim brake bike yes or no jackson no i don't think so jack no paul i definitely know okay <laughs> there we go then <laughs> Devo, i, I want too. another bike yeah. i want another frame i do want another i think i do and yeah. i'm gonna ride for a while uh so there we go so um yeah i guess that yeah that that got us through that intro yeah. part oh i hope i i hope i figure shit out and i hope i honestly look at these uh fucking sound effects someday mm-hmm. and organize them and we actually uh, there it is it is uh the news intro i'm gonna alphabetize them someday i'm gonna come down here and get my shit together <laughs> Oh, what do you I'm want? Out. I, I got it. No, I'm out. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Hey, let's check the headlines. A little race happened this past week, in case you guys didn't know. It was called Paris Rubax. Uh, proper place in the calendar, at least partially, um, and did not disappoint. Um, at least, I can't believe I saw some people online saying that it was a boring race. What? I hmm. saw some posts by people who said it was a boring race. Hmm. Um, so here we go. Let's talk about the highlights. Should we? I don't want to get too far in depth because I'm sure every single podcast on the internet has gone from Monday to today ad nauseum. And I'm sure everybody who listens to podcasts every day is going, Oh fuck. Can we get over it? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but I want to talk about highlights and I want to talk about our individual input. Uh, on on certain events of the of the, of the event, um, how about Ineos and the switch to classics? How about the fact that at one point they're going along just fine as this Grand Tour team, and oh, hey guys, uh, the 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 best rider on the team crashed into a bus. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just flip a switch? Yeah, sure, man. Click, and then all of a sudden they're a fucking classics team. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? Yeah, it's it's been pretty crazy uh, seeing their their switch and focus, and I'm 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 happy that they're able to do it because it seemed like they were really just a one trick pony for a little while there, but now they have multiple cards to play. And it's not like they had to change personnel. No, they yeah. went strictly what's like okay, let's yeah, you're now doing this, you're now doing this, and it, cyclists are trained for specific responsibilities. Well, I will like to say also something that came to mind was that I would like. Them to, I would like to see them in the next couple of years sign one more young, like promising grand tour rider because a lot's riding right now on Bernal. I feel like, yeah, and he's unfortunately with his with his health lately. It seems like he's been unfortunately, like, been kind of not able to ride these to his full potential. So I I I think it would just be smart on their part to probably invest in one other person just in case you know like Bernal crashes mm-hmm. I, I mean I think he'll come back but I think I don't I don't think Garen Thomas is going to win another tour for instance well, I was going to pick him <laughs> I know go ahead yeah <laughs> we'll take I'll, that I'll be the guy in the ugly jersey <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in July um 
uh, I, I think uh, and and this this came out in and I do need to plug those guys is in the um, cycling legends show that mm-hmm. I, I do for those show. guys yeah um, that um, that a lot of kudos belonged to Roger Hammond absolutely yeah where was he last year what team Burroughs furniture is built for the way you live from ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating they always have their customers in mind their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you and with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Baja Rain victorious. Really? Really? Who won Perry roubaix Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, he's he he's done really well in the classics. He's a mm-hmm. classic guy. Yeah. He's a cyclocrosser. Mm-hmm. Um, came to that team, and and you look at the what Ineos has been doing. I mean, they used to stack up. They started getting these small little trying to replace Chris Froome with. Um, that's professional. Um, <laughs> but they're trying to replace Chris Froome with these Colombians, which are great riders. But you know with with Wiggins and Froome, what they did is they got these big, tall guys that can maintain, you know, 6.5 kilowatts, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, per kilogram, whatever. Anyway, Watts per, per kilogram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and they just go up the hill and then everybody dies off. Yeah. Well, Colombians, in my opinion, the Colombians don't do that. They're just like, everybody catches up, hit it. Boom. I mean, Slow hit it, down. hit Boom. it. And Slow. so that strategy yeah. never, it didn't seem to really mix Lucha, with their... Lucha Herrera style. <clears throat> yeah. 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 And so, um, but they've been picking up, you know, Pidcock, and they picked up uh, Magnus Sheffield. Um, you know, all, all these guys that were just waiting, and they picked up a, a classic, you know, DS that actually said, okay, we've got this going on. We've got the personnel. And I just listened to... Um, What's occurring, which is Luke yeah. Rowe and Garrett Thomas, and and they said this is the first year that Luke Rowe, who's been from day one pretty much, he said we came into these classic seasons saying, dudes, we're in this together. Whoever wins, that's mm-hmm. what we want, and that was their attitude. They he said we've never entered the classic season like that. God, that's from almost, the page from the Wolfpack. I was going to say it's almost like yeah. a Wolfpack mentality. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. it works. Um. The the return of of Wout uh, to after after COVID to be able to pull something like that off was was almost superhuman in nature. I mean, to see what he was doing, and I don't, you know, on being an armchair quarterback, it was very easy for me to be judgmental to watch him making these incredible accelerations on some of the paid sections after cobbles. I, I, I'm sure he was probably thinking of himself to just accelerate and wear others down. But sometimes I was like, 
especially when when things were coming back after an attack and could he have attacked you know accelerated at a time when it just seemed like there were strangely timed efforts in the race and this is this is me just trying to provide a talk show because I'm, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about I mean but but I just it, it just seemed like a strange concept of how he was riding I don't know if any of you guys noticed any well of that. Ma- <clears throat> Magnus Backstead was saying that great fucking job by magnus Baxter, yeah. by the way yeah he uh was saying that wout needed to be kind of careful especially on a lot of those just regularly paved sections because there was he was very vulnerable to a counterattack at that point yeah and it, it was really it was strange at sometimes to see that but on the other end like we were talking about yesterday on the on our ride it was also you could s- tell the difference between the cyclocross riders mm-hmm. And like the rake, just strictly road riders, wow, yeah. especially with their seated power. When Wout and Vanderpool, what mainly Wout really, Vanderpool didn't have his day yesterday. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, <clears throat> when Wout would be seated and just accelerate away from everybody, that you could tell was a skill that was definitely honed in, like in an off-road setting. Yeah, yeah. in the sand and mud. Yeah, that That's, ability mm-hmm. to just and yeah. grab the bike and just. Here's a statistic we talked about: cyclocross and Paris-Roubaix parallels. How many cyclocross world champions or cyclocross riders have won Paris-Roubaix? I'm going to say none. Mm-hmm. One. One. Roger DeFlamic. Roger DeFlamic. Yeah. No one else. You had Steibar, Lars Baum. That's because had, that's because riders don't don't ride enough. Rod, uh, Roger riders Hammond was cyclocross. Enough. So. Who's never won a? No, not, none yeah. of them have won. Yeah. We always talk about that's the great transition, but yeah. you can use that to your advantage. That but there's power, still that, that road. seated power was yeah, a thing that of could beauty. work to it, but you still have to have that savvy as a road rider too. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Uh, so let's let's get. To, I I do want to mention the women's and and the fact that uh, the domination of Trek Segafredo continues. Yeah. And the one time I I want to say I did not see her name on the list, but the one time I didn't pick Elisa Longo Borghini, yeah, she won. Yeah. I'm never picking her again. Although I might, I think I might have today. But uh, yeah, fucking awesome ride, fucking awesome ride. Oh, you gotta go pee, Jackson. No, I'm Jack, gonna get a beer. Oh, you're gonna get a beer. Okay. Um, how An about athletic brewing beer? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he didn't say. The boy's learning. He didn't set his headphones on the mic. Um, so does anybody? I, I, you know, I'm I'm jumping topics here because we're already 40 minutes into wow. the show. But uh, the incredible uh, performance of of Elisa Longobrigini. Jackson's got um, his his sinuses are fucking with him. Yeah. Oh, he's got allergies. Well, allergies. the thing is, is it shouldn't be surprising. And I'm I'm wondering, like last year, and Lizzie Dignan did a wonderful job. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She attacked early, but the, her intention, she even said, was to get get some action from other teams. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. who came in third place last last year? It was her again, yeah, wasn't it? Elisa. Yeah. 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 So, it, it wouldn't. Had I thought about that, I would have picked her. I don't. I don't know why. And she came in pretty fresh. Yeah. The only one that that really she was able to get away from her was was Mariana Voss. Yeah. And and Voss, of course, was my pick, I thought for sure. Oh, yeah, me too. COVID. COVID, you cruel, <clears throat> yeah, cruel, bastard. cruel mister. And, yeah. yeah. And, and so that's a shame. But you know, that girl's gonna get it next year. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. she's gonna she's get she's it gonna one of these it. days. But I, yeah, I don't think there should be a surprise. Yeah. yeah, I was really impressed with uh Lata Kapeki as well. I I mean 
SD works I didn't think had the best day barring her. I thought she had a really good day. Um, God, she's strong. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, she's strong. Like I, Becky. I felt bad sometimes for uh, Vandenberg Black, especially when she would come back and then she'd have to like put like pace it on the front and she mm-hmm. just had to like do all the work all day which you know big up to her for doing that yeah um, yeah also lucinda brent mm-hmm. i thought was really impressive especially coming off a full cross season to be able to close that gap yeah uh that was really impressive and then i think uh was it marta bastianelli um how or no marta cavalli she had she had a flat and then had to come back to it again mm-hmm. to get I didn't she get like fifth or fourth or something like that? I don't know. That was I don't have the results. Yeah. I mean, here I have computers all around me and I don't have the top, the results. Sorry. But just to see like a lot of mechanicals. Ellen Van Dyke was another mine, mm-hmm. uh, name yeah. that came to mind. Yeah. A lot of mechanicals in, in both races, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk about the flats, oh, yeah. the amount of flats. Well, that's actually <laughs> my next topic. So yeah. go right into it. If, yeah. Yeah. There were, I mean, to see, I mean, to finish on the last thought, to see all the riders be able to come back from that on mm-hmm. both races was really impressive. But also the amount of flats I was really surprised about. And I like sure I'm big on like new technology and all that. But like it seemed like Tubeless was having more of the difficulty on the day rather than other forms, which was really We're interesting. Just, I, I, I haven't seen any stats, so I don't know. Were there yeah. more teams on Tubeless? Were there more cases of tire burps? Were there... Uh, were, was Which still would be a, a tubeless thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, what... It just... Were they covered more on on live TV? I mean, something was going on because I have mm-hmm. never seen that many more it's mechanical huge. issues. Yeah. Let alone two sets of wheels collapsing underneath Yumbo Beastman riders. Um, I know that... I think there's some on wheels. But... <laughs> yeah. I, I know for a fact, you know, th- that's, it's got to be a fluke, right? Bad bad. No. <laughs> well, the the collapsed wheels? Yeah. I, I don't know if you remember. I think it was, um, whether it was Torino or, I think it was Torino Andretico. There was a, um, years back, probably five, six years ago, a team time trial was the opening stage. And at that time was Sky. We're on the Shimano tri-spoke yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and do you remember that no but i just they were collapsing they were collapsing in the in the tt wow so they had problems with it and then that's why you, you mm-hmm. saw like them kind of go away and shimano put a press release out and mentioned that it wasn't there you know they said something politically that said you know mm-hmm. we'd have to look at the situation it might have been you know older had they been traveling, been used, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It was Greg's so, fault. He's been yeah. fired. Yeah. yeah. So, but it, the thing is, Ineos or now still doesn't use those tri spokes anymore. But that that is been a problem. And I think they were on tubulus too, Yumbo, Visma. Mm-hmm. There were so. a lot of uh, wheel changes. It was all bike changes. All or, bike changes. Yeah. It's so, just quicker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. That takes the whole, especially the one in Ironburg where he had to take a bike change. Yeah, yeah, teammate change. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wow, right. Mm -hmm. And same with Mohoric too. Later in, he had to get a bike change, not a wheel change. It would have been, it would have taken too long. He had to go for the bike change. I also thought it was really interesting that Yumbo Visma didn't ride the new Durace wheels. They rolled. They uh, raced on the previous version, and both of those previous versions collapsed. Oh, that's true because they ran older 
older style um, Shimano 11 speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 9100, I think. I can't remember. But anyway, they did that because they rode a, a bike that they don't normally use. You run yeah. the S5, so they ran, I can't remember. It's not an mm-hmm. R-series, but maybe it's mm-hmm. another version, longer wheelbase type version of uh, Cervelo. So mm-hmm. they used, which would make sense, so they don't have to take all their gear off their newer their new bikes that they normally use yeah. and put them on that. Mm-hmm. So these had some probably leftover miscellaneous parts. Yeah, which was really interesting especially i was surprised at looking at the different kinds that each like each member of that team chose to ride because laporte for instance chose the arrow version but wout didn't Mm -hmm. and i wonder what like the thought process was there because as you mentioned i feel like the one that wout was riding um probably had more like capabilities for this race but how laporte chose like a regular road racing bike is really interesting to me. I also think that guy should stop racing Perry Roubaix because he was the same guy last year stopping himself with his foot. <laughs> with his foot. <laughs> so he <laughs> just, just stop stop out together. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, can I bring it up? The most heated topic on the internet right now when it comes to Perry Roubaix is Eve Lampard's crash. Oh, oh poor um, guy. And, and the spectator collision. It was, I've heard... Now, when you said... It's funny that you said, ah, oh, poor guy, because I have heard, ah, oh, poor guy on both sides of that yep. equation. I have seen... Video footage that we all saw on TV if you were watching the event. And I've also seen video footage from cell phone from the other direction where the spectator was clapping and slowly stepping back. And Eve Lampart was obviously, I mean, let's think about how delirious you are in that state and how fatigued you are in that state and how you are searching for any single watt you can spare to get a Perry Roubaix fucking podium. Mm-hmm. And you're going smooth pavement, smooth yeah. pavement. And he went for that smooth pavement. And he's probably not even looking at spectators at all. No. Yeah. You're looking yeah. at the mm-hmm. smooth pavement. So let's you know. talk about the fact that there is an outraged issue about the spectator there are issues talking about the fact that the, one of the most beautiful things of cycling is the fact that you can stand on the side of these roads. Mm-hmm. Um, this was not an Ale Opi Omi. Right. No. Uh, yeah. This was... This <laughs> he was, was watching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was this guy... Did he fuck up out of excitement and absent-mindedness? Or, or do we blame... Do we throw a little bit of blame to the rider? Where do we put this? And I don't want to make this clickbait, but I just want to get you guys' input upon... Is it just an unfortunate, God damn it, I wish that wouldn't have happened. Don't blame the guy. Blame just fate. Yeah, I think it was more of like a fate issue. I do agree, though, with um, the commentator from GCM. It's Brian something. I forget what his name last name is, and I always will. Um, <clears throat> but he... Um, He's Scottish. Yeah. Oh. But I got enough of them in my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he said, oh, you got to get out of the way, man. Especially, oh, yeah, yeah, um, and I, I do kind of agree with that at the uh, in the end of it all because like, yeah, it, especially, it's it's tough because a bike race is so open. You know, you're not going to get experienced fans all over the road, um, but it is it is tough because you do have to give the riders the road. You know, um, but like I said, it is also tough because how experienced was this fan? Mm-hmm. What did he think that if he was clapping like? they wouldn't come close to him. It's, it's, it's tough on, on both sides, but I do agree that just give them the whole road if possible, yeah. you know? 
I mean, say that to this to the drunken bass guy who's running up in a fucking yeah, thong, yeah, in a you know with a yep. with a or, torch in his mm-hmm. hand, with uh-huh. a you know a roadside or flare just in his just hand. the the crowds parting, yeah, barely, right. barely in time. Yeah. you know that, how does a rider ride into that? Like trust, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's it's uh, unnerving, you well, know. Because we also could get on to, and I'm not trying to take away like the spirit of cycling here, but yeah. what happened? Like, could a spectator come up and tackle a rider, Absolutely. or slug him, or slug yeah. him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eddie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or throw piss on him, which yeah. uh, one of the other quick step guys has said he th- he thinks somebody threw a jar of piss on him. Yeah, that happens. Voldemort had piss thrown on him, which yeah, gets Chris us, Froome. Yeah, which Froomey did too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which gets us into the like more of a different topic of does yeah. there need to be rider safety? Yeah, what's barriers? What's, yeah, what yeah. are we putting our riders at risk? Yeah, I think I, oh, I think you, the coolest thing about cycling is that. You know the accessibility when you're watching, mm-hmm. and I think as an individual, um, it's your responsibility. And I, it's easy to put a blame, and, and there's no fix on this because cycling. What would it be if they wouldn't allow you to get so close? I mean, I don't think it would be as appealing. Break my heart. It would yeah. break my heart. Yeah. 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 But on the same token, like you, you mentioned, like I can't imagine being 200 and 30 kilometers in, you're on podium, and you're oh. just thinking straight ahead. You're not looking. You're thinking – you're Tunnel trusting vision. this guy clapping, yeah. his hands out in front of him. He wasn't, like, extending no. way out. Right, yeah. He was just clapping, and you rode into him. Yeah. Um, it, it was an unfortunate – Yeah, no, and there were no barriers. No, yeah. guys no. have hit barriers. Yeah. 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 And sprints, and, you know, and yeah. that's not down. a person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I hate to see it be taken away. I mean, the o- only thing we can do is what, what put – Soft fencing around those corners to prevent them to get on onto that section. Yeah. Uh, they did it through Ironbrook Forest. They've they've cut it off. They got yeah. it all fenced off. But man, it, it just like you're putting holes in ships. You know, fingers in holes in yeah. ships. And they had those it, so. those little uh, barriers on the road to keep them off the smooth part. Yeah, and I and I don't remember which rider it was. They were about every was, twenty ra- yards or yeah, something like but that. Yeah, it, it might have been um, Vanderpool was weaving in and out of mm-hmm. them. It, yeah, mm-hmm. you know it's it's mm-hmm. it's like that is, I don't know. Well, I I don't you know people want this guy's head or people are blaming Lampard for that. It it is an unfortunate part of it. Oh, uh, yeah. When I was there in two thousand, did I tell you I've been to Belgium? <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, so in two thousand thirteen, my sound effects. My wife downloaded a an app that she can take. I can't remember how many pic- pictures. You know. Yep. Like two a second, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she goes, "This is you watch the race, and I will just look at the camera and I'll take pictures, and you pull me back." And I had her by both of her shoulders, and hanging them out, and I was bringing her back. Wow. The oh, whole time wow. on the ditch, yeah. Yeah. And I got some really mm. great, great pictures. And at any way, given so. point in time, you could have lost grip on your wife. And yeah. And when the I saw Seth Van Marco, yeah, yeah, just yeah, let yeah. her go. <laughs> oh, go win! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Flat on her yeah, face yeah, and yeah, yeah. tore her shaft goes, you know, yeah. head over heels. Yeah. So yeah, I just, um, I mean, I don't know if I don't, I don't have a solution for this. No, I don't think there is. It sucks. You know, you hear Patrick Lefebvre saying that you know, if in my day we would have gone over there and I'd have punched him in the face. And you know, I guess maybe, yeah, okay, you'd have punched him in the face. But what does that do? 
to solve the issue. There, I don't know if there is to solve of the issue because we want to make the sport accessible to everybody. And that doesn't help cycling. No. You know. We want, we're going to understand that people are going to get hammered watching these races. I'm not saying the guy who was watching the race no. was hammered, no. but he was having a good time. And I, it looked to me like he was clapping and he wanted to pat him on the back or something as he came by. And he put that hand out to pat him on the back or Boy, something he, like that. He was clapping and that, and that, he that just, outer hand is what hit his handlebars, and yeah. that's why you could see yeah. his hand sweep by. And oh my god, he hit the ground hard. Oh, when he was so hard, <laughs> chest, chest <laughs> on the bars, and the it looked like. And oh, yeah, I'm, god. I'm actually surprised that that hand that took up. him down. No, it. that the hand took him down. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it, I've, I don't I just, know. It just seemed like it. Well, just, he's going to the right hand corner, so the pressure yeah. is on that right hand side. All it takes is just a little so bit. Much. I yeah. think you're at that point where every yeah. there's only a few muscles still working. Well, and and there's no guarantee that his front wheel was making contact with yeah. the ground. Yeah, at yeah, that yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Too, so. I think propelling yeah. the bike is the only thing that was working in his body, and that yeah. was about it. So yeah. it's uh, God, it sucked. So there we go. Hey, let's look ahead. To the very near future, by the way, the Ardennes Classics. Ardennes, 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 Ardennes. 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 <laughs> yeah, shit, what's wrong with me? Ardennes. Fuck. You're People are going to go like, this guy doesn't even, he doesn't even know who Will Wilcox is. Um, Ardennes <laughs> Classics are here. Tomorrow is Flesh Wallone, a different style for a different writer. Uh, I asked our, our expert on it, uh, expert. Paul, to actually provide us with a little pa- uh, background. I almost said pack filler into uh, into this this first of of the classics of the Ardennes classics. Flesh Willow. Flesh Willow, Paul. Well, it did start in uh, 1936 to promote another newspaper. Mm. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The newspapers must have had a lot of money back then. <clears throat> yeah, oh, they did. Yeah. yeah, even in this town, up until newspapers died. Think about Spokes and Review, the owners there. That's anyway, true. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, through the years, the course has changed quite a bit, and and the famous climb in and Flesh Wallon is is the Mir de, de Wee. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the Mir de Wee is they actually do it three times. There's three laps on it, and <clears throat> on that climb, there's several really steep sections at 15% and one section is at 26%. Oh. Wow. And they do it three times. And they finish on the third lap. So, um, the Verde has won it five times. No one's yeah. ever matched that. Um, and then Merckx and Argentine, we, we're old enough to know oh, Mario yeah. Argentine. And Alaphilippe have won it three times. Oh, so okay. On the women's side, it started in 1998. Um... And there is one particular woman that's won it seven times at all in a row. I'm guessing Mariana Voss. Nope. No. No. Ooh. Mariana Voss actually won it five oh, times. Five it's times. Anna Van der Bregen. Yep. Oh. In the last seven oh, years. Yeah. So there will be a new Flesh Wallone women's yeah. winner. And then uh, only one American has is, is won it, and that was in 2012. Any guessers? Alice. No. Uh, Evelyn Stevens. Oh, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. That is flesh alone. Okay, there we go. Um, I guess because we always talk a lot on this podcast that we're fifty-seven we? right? minutes. Yeah, we're fifty-seven minutes in the show, so so we're almost most, to the most podcasts cut off right here. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah well, they're idiots. Mm-hmm. No, they're not idiots. <laughs> hey, wait a minute, John yeah. wouldn't like that. Yeah, no, there are a lot of them are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, just certain ones aren't. Um, 
let's let's look at our lists. Um, we've all kind of taken a couple moments. I took mine before the show finally, so I actually have some educated guess uh, in terms of how things are going and um, let's just everybody can just go three women three guys in in that order does anybody want to go Malone, first or should Malone I throw first. myself under the bus flesh Malone first and then we're going to talk about Liege Baston Liege uh, before we before we actually pick those ones because two different races even though they're very similar in style and different days are we going women first we, uh, sure if you'd like do you want to go sure. first Jack Why not? jumps right into the 4A. Give it to us, Jack. I'll take Brant, Stevens, um, and uh, Blanton Bluton. Anamik Van Bluton. Lucinda Brant. Yeah, and and uh, Lawrence Stevens. Lawrence Stevens. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, who are your guys? Mm, we're going to jump right into guys. Yep. Um. And if you want to back them up with any explanations as to why, why you may, but but your picks, I so, think you've had the best picks this year. Yeah, so far. you keep saying that, but I I don't know. I think you I have. Um, so I've got uh, Ella Philippe, yep. uh, Pagacha, yep. And I really didn't have a third one. Uh -oh. I I I um, Disco Valverde. I'm just go to, to ride him off. Sure. Into the sunset. There we go. Won, he'll win six. I want somebody to pick. Valverde. He was on. He I I saw him. I'm like, man, he's gonna win a race this year. Huh. So that'd be a good one for him. Yeah, right? six number six. Number six. Well, okay, I, I'll take Valverde. He's old like me. I'm gonna go next. I'm picking right. Annemiek van Bluten because you know, yeah. come on. Yeah. I'm picking Elisa Longo Borghini, which means she's not gonna have a good day. But I don't know if she's got that climb in her. But we'll see. She's got some punch in her legs, so I'll, I'll see what that happens. And I'm going to keep picking Clara Hansinger because I want to pick Clara Hansinger. And I don't know. I would like eventually. to see. I'd like to see a win from EF Education on, on in a mm -hmm. classic. I think yeah. it'd be cool. For my guys, I'm I'm going to pick. I'm going to go with a double a quick step because I think they've got some some deals to seal, and I think uh, Patrick Lefevre is assisting upon it. Even though I'm not sure if I like him anymore, I used to think he was a great lead team director, but now I think he's well, he prick. produces. He does. Yeah, I think Julian Alaphilippe and Remco of Interpol. Yeah, that's a good. I one. think Remco's going to have a great final climb there. And uh, for it, Jack's going to the bathroom, everybody. For uh, for my third rider, I'm going on a long shot, and I'm picking Michael Woods because I'd like to see something happen for Israel Premier Tech, and I'd like to see something happen for Michael Woods. Anybody else want to jump sure, in go. with Flesh Malone? Um, I will also pick Anamik Van Bluten. Um, I, next, I'll pick Marta Cavalli. Oh. Yeah. And then um, Demi Vollering. She skipped uh -huh. Perry yeah. Roubaix. Yeah, yeah, that's a good choice. That's a <laughs> good choice. She skipped Perry Roubaix for the Ardennes class. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. yeah. And then on the men's side, um, I am not picking... I'm I'm doing what I use. Oh, there's Bender. I'm doing what I usually do on uh, on these days or on the not full classic days. Um, so I'm picking Jonas Vengegaard, um, Taddy oh. Pagacha, and Tom Pitcock. Oh. Yeah, I think he'll have a good day at the end of it. I all. agree. I agree. Those are good choices. Jack's going to take the dog up. All right. Uh, for me on the women, I also have Volring. Yeah. And I have Lucinda Brandt. Because she's a cyclocrosser, that punchy, yeah, it, it, yeah, that's a thing. They're gonna have to really lay on that, and then of course the go-to is is uh, Van Bluten. I mean, she can she can put down 
that climbing power for yeah and she didn't have to worry about um i don't think uh kopecky's going to be sticking on her wheels so she didn't have to worry about anything (laughs) but going forward that's a great point yeah so yeah and on the men's side i have uh vanegad and uh and same with jackson had the same and then i disagree i almost pick uh evan but if it gets this is 26 percent gradient he yeah, cannot, that's, that's true. The thing. So I want Philippe. He's one of three times, you know, this could be his fourth. And then as much as I don't want to think he could do it, but he is going to do it, I think, because uh, Ineos is hot, is Pidcock. He hasn't really performed. Mm-hmm. I think he's come around from Might sickness. Be his turn. And it's a cyclocross type punchy form. thing going I crossed up the top. Him out. You're an yeah. idiot. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> so those are my picks. Okay. Even bigger on the calendar, Liege Beston Liege. Uh, Paul, what makes this a true classic over that of it's flesh? It's a monument. What makes this a true monument over that of the length, flesh? The okay. length. The length, first of all, and it originally started in uh, 1892 as Spa Bastona Spa. Okay. And then it lengthened out to Liege. Um, but anyway, so this is the oldest of the monuments. There's only one other race, and I think it's France Appeal. No. Anyway, one of the two Flemish classics are actually older, so this is like the second oldest bike race organized. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so it has very steep climbs and long. It's notorious for its climbs and the uh, Lara Dut and the uh, Saint Nicolas and and the Cote de Forge. Those are the ones that people try to make a move, and they are very steep. And it's kind of fun to watch. This is actually the very first famous cycling classic. I mean, videos. They used to come out. That was my oh, first yeah. purchase. 1991. What were those called? Famous was, cycling videos. Was it famous? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, right? so it was F, 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 FCVs. Was yeah. It really? yeah. Okay. And I still have it. Yeah. So, oh, my God. Anyway, um, yeah, it, it's interesting to watch because people are standing on the road. They'll have, like, on the bottom part of the hill, their legs straight, <laughs> and, and their other leg is yeah. bent. I mean, yeah. it is steep. It's that steep. And long. So, um, well-known. Uh, Merckx won it five times. Um, uh, Valverde and Argentine won it four times. There's other guys that won it four times. One American won, Tyler Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah, Tyler has won yeah, this one. Yeah, 2003. And uh, the most noted one was in 2000, I mean, 1980. I was a, I was a junior in high school. <laughs> one by Bernardino. It started snowing. It was just miserable. And only 21 finishers out of 170 finished. Oh, yeah. And that's... that's it was a snowstorm. That was the beginning of his knee issues, too. Yeah. Knee, and and yeah. he had problems with his hands. He's got the yeah. same kind of hands I have. Yeah. Yeah. So, on the women's side, it started only in 2017. The first uh, winner was um, Anna Vanderbregen, and she won it the next year also. Uh, Amonique uh, Van Vluten, 2019, 2020. Liz, Lizzie Dignan. Yeah. And then Demi Vollering was Jeez. last year's. Okay. So. Oh, that tweaks my Fancy, that's why. Yeah, yeah. I should have paid more yeah. attention. <laughs> I'll go first. For the women, I'm picking Annemiek van Bluten. I'm picking Demi Vollering. Oh, because, see, now. Dude. Yeah, because <sighs> if you know I had him picked before you told me this. These, I've circled these beforehand. And I think Ellen van Dijk is going to, I because of the way this is established this week with... 
Flesh being this this baby classic, you know, the semi semi classic, and Liège is kind of where the big guns come out. I think Ellen Van Dyke is going to is going to plan her cards for that day, and so that's where I think we're going to come out. For the men, I'm 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 I have to pick Tadej Pogacar for that day, just because I think that again it's a little bit bigger, it's a little bit more kind of a importance of a day but then the other two i'm playing around i'm going with tish Benut from jumbo visma and i'm going with michael matthews after that incredible uphill uh sprint he had earlier this year um and i i think michael matthews is due for something big so uh those are my those are my those are my women and my men anybody want to follow that because you'll be wrong <laughs> uh sure yeah <clears throat> i think on the women's side of it uh i'm gonna pick uh, Celia Ochup Ludwig. Uh, not, oh. not yeah, not many race days so far. I like um, that girl. Yeah, she's really she's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and she's punchy. She's feisty. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I am also gonna pick Demi Vollering again. Uh, yeah, like I said, she skipped Perry Roubaix for these. Um, and then uh, I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna skip Annemiek Van Vluten and pick uh, Cassia Niewiadoma. She's gonna win one. Um, and then on the men's side of it, uh, I, it's hard to look past Wout at all. Yeah. Um, especially after seeing him come back like Vanderpool did, we didn't expect it to happen, but it's Wout. Of course he did. Um, yeah. Julian Alaphilippe, I think is, uh, coming back to form when he didn't really start off with it. And then, um, lastly, yeah, Taddy Pagacha. I don't think that he can really be looked past at all for any race that he enters anymore. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Jack or Paul? Jack's still kind of staring. Yeah, yeah I'm having a hard time. Right Women's now. side, yeah. uh, I actually picked uh, Elisa Longo Barghini. Yeah, nice. Thank you. I, because there is, you know, after the last climb, there is a little bit. They do finish a little. Well, anyway, I won't go into that. Uh, <laughs> Demi, Vol- uh, uh, Demi Volerin again. Um, she just like Jackson. She's this yeah. is kind of her style of racing. Sure. And then you can't go wrong with Emmanique Van Vluten. Yeah. yeah. So those are my women. God dang, that's like what I. <laughs> it's like exactly you're allowed you. to pick the yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. not canceling each other out yeah. here. So yeah. uh, on this, I went uh, one previous winner for the men's. I went with Al Philippe. He had a good stage win with a lead out w- from from uh, Remco. Mm-hmm. I think he's coming around in form. I don't think he really hit the form, mm-hmm. and I think also that he has to save the quick step, uh, quick step name. So I have him, and I went with Wout Powell's. Oh, oh. so and then my long Maureen shot Marita, is right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Is Martin Marine victorious? Whoops. Martin for my long shot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Guillaume Martin. Yeah, Guillaume really? Martin. Okay. <laughs> Those are good choices. I don't know. We'll see. They could come back and bite you. Yeah, I know. Those are good choices. I like those. Jack, bring us home, my friend. I guess I, I'm backing out of Demi. Um, I'm going to go You're backing longer. out. Well, I was going to. And then Paul had all three of my picks. <laughs> so uh, I'll go Borghini, um, uh, Van Vluten, and uh, again, Lauren Stevens. I'm giving you an EF win on one of those two I like races. that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um. And then, for my men, Pitcock, Valverde, and Alaphilippe. Okay. It's kind of 
And yeah. So there we go. We've got uh, another big weekend. Uh, I consider this, especially because we don't have Amstel Gold, this is kind of the end of our classics. Yeah. This is yeah, the end yeah, of the yeah. one days. Now we got to switch into into these longer stage yeah. races where we've got breakaways that go away and stay away. And Paul's Paul's pouting already. Yeah, yeah, you can see me slapping his paper. Got to wait another freaking yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. Um, and I had a pretty long, in-depth topic that I was going to cover, but but I'm I'm kind of pivoting here because we're. You know, we're an hour and ten minutes into the show, and um, and uh, and you know, and I, I just, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna play around with it here a little bit. Um, but first, I want to say that our, our topic, and I, I was gonna I was gonna provide a sponsor here, but you know what? I, I owe this to my mother, and I owe this to uh, somebody in particular. So our our topic tonight is is brought to you by the fact that it's Molly Day. Yes. And uh, and I, I want to raise hey, a glass hey. to the one and only Molly Bulger, sure. God rest her soul, yes. uh, otherwise known as the bitch yep. behind the bullhorn. And she would take that as a compliment. <laughs> I heard her. If you were a cyclist back in the days of the 1980s, uh, you would you would know who that that woman was. And she was a, a beautiful pain in the ass. And I think she was the only person to ever scream at Davis Finney to put his helmet on. Yeah. So so we all toasted to to, to Molly. If you don't know who we're talking about, don't worry about it. Um, Your sister. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I do want to, you know, I, I kind of wanted to talk about a lot of different things, but one of them that can't came to mind is about the emotional element in in the sport right now and, and how we're seeing almost these characters develop more. We saw, we saw it in the seventies and eighties. And then it, I, I felt it kind of, it kind of fell off. It kind of, and I want to talk about the word panache, um, which is, is, is defined as a flamboyant confidence of style or manner. And, um, correct me if I'm wrong. If you guys think panache has made a comeback. Um, yeah. it, within the last this this generation of cyclists, um, I think cycling and I can't believe I'm going to say this almost to an extent was kind of getting bored and methodo- method- methodical. 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 Yeah. Thank you. I, I certified drink. certified to teach English. <laughs> um, but but yeah, and so I'm seeing the personalities of these riders. We saw recently with um with Remco Evenepoel in not necessarily a great moment of panache but expressing emotion pushing another rider we've seen um uh Tadej Pogacar at 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 Flanders show emotion about his moment of of not achieving what he had wanted to achieve and his apologizing to to uh um, Dylan Van Barl, Dylan Van Barl, but via uh, Instagram because he didn't have any method of getting a hold of him. Um, Alaphilippe in all of his grandeur, that is Alaphilippe, the mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. that is Alaphilippe. We're seeing characters come out of the sport. Um, I'd like to know from you guys, uh, Peter Sagan. Peter Sagan, I think, was one of the four front people of bringing, bringing character back. Ba- and yeah. panache mm-hmm. back into it. Um, so I'd like to ask you guys, just kind of as you know, I guess is kind of a lighthearted closure here. Wh- who would you consider uh, the top riders uh, that you know? If you had 
pick one, two, three, five, ten writers that pop into your mind that truly defined panache. It could be as far back as Roger Devlamic, who who came up with this this quote you sent me, Paul, the other day about saying that writers don't train enough. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like I love these old guys coming up there. You know, yeah, and it's just like Jesus Christ, Roger, the, the fastest fucking Perry Roubaix just happened. Yeah. You might want to shut the fuck up a little bit, you know. But but anyway, so what comes to your mind when you think of of panache, either good or bad? Does anybody have any names? And and you know, Jackson, I'm sure you're going to come up with obviously more more recent names. Mm-hmm. But what, what you got any that pop into your head? Yeah, I think that. Um, I mean, for me at least, like I think the person who really like was like the for men cycling at least, kind of like the like the forefather of modern panache i think genuinely it was peter sagan yeah mm-hmm. i think like for a while there i do agree i think it i remember just always oh it was just another guy crossing the finish line he held up his hands but they all did the same thing <laughs> and then we saw like this like kind of young no-name guy come out of nowhere and celebrate like i remember him running doing the running celebration yeah. across mm-hmm. the finish line like yeah like he did do he did have a podium mistake but then again i guess they all kissed yeah yeah. which which i i'm not passing over the kissing of the podium exactly was was a tradition yeah and now it's gone yeah yeah Um, Yeah. not pinching the podium not pinching no yes and i'm not letting that go but um i think he kind of was the one for me at least that started like that started it all and now we see Mm -hmm. like an alaphilippe who is i would say another a lot like that Tommy Vokler kind of style a little he, bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tommy Vokler yeah. had panache. Yeah. I would think, you say mm-hmm. character? I would say yeah. character. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a yeah. difference yeah. between yeah. panache and yeah. character. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're not talking necessarily about flamboyance. Mm-hmm. Are we talking about? Well, read, read, read panache again. The definition. I, I, I have it as defined as flamboyant confidence of style or manner. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For me, Tommy Volkler was not. I, I don't think it was confidence, but he was flamboyant. He was very, very so, very, very so. Yeah. yeah, and he was a character, and I think he was positive for cycling. That doesn't yeah. take it away, but I think I look at people who are fit in that category for sure. Uh, Sagan, anybody can back up their their antics on and off the bike. Mm-hmm. That is with results. Yeah, with yeah. results. And, and that's what it kind of comes into in the sport. In the sport, yeah, it is the confidence and the arrogance uh, to an entertaining element, but backing it up with victories. Yeah, and he and also, you, oh, sorry, no, he yeah, also he also showed that the rainbow jersey isn't necessarily a curse as well. Yeah, exactly. Which was really exciting. Yeah, he broke that curse. Yeah, yeah. Paul, you mentioned Bernardi. Bernardi, no, that was the first person that popped into yeah, my mind. Philippe yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Bernardi, no, I mean he was. You know how many comments he made. Remember when he crashed in? What was it? The eighty? As long as 85? I have two arms and two, two legs, legs, it yeah, will be difficult. Broke for his the nose. Rest. He's got yeah. black eye. Everything. Yeah. And they said, "Are you going to still win the Tour de France?" He says, "As long as I have two arms, two legs, and lungs, I will yeah. always win." It will I be, mean, it will be difficult for the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, and that's yeah. the way he was. I mean, he and, lived and died by his own sword. That's yeah. panache. I mean, yeah. somebody who mm-hmm. tries to, I'm not going to lay down and make excuses. And there is some people in history I think about that that were very talented but always making an excuse mm-hmm. when they didn't win. And I, I'm 
I think Greg LeMond's one of those people personally. Do you really? Yeah. Okay, okay. He always had, yeah, he made comments like, you know, people are racing in 90 and 92 in the tour. He said, you know, people are racing for me to lose and not for them to win. Yeah. And, you know, th- those are statements Bernard, you know, would never make. I mean, that's what I think about Panage. To, to them is that we, you know, I don't care what people are doing. I will find a way and I yeah. will win. The yeah. offense or the uh, defense. There's no excuses, sure. you know. And and that is that's class act, whether you like the guy or not. He's he's backing up his word. Yeah. So. Okay, I'd have to <laughs> I'd have to say that um, one person that came to mind that seemed to Uh-oh. go to both yeah. uh, both yeah. sides of that because I hated the way the person act act acted at one point in his career, and then made everybody love him the rest of his career to to a point. Was Lance? Sorry, second name on the list. Look oh. right there. Okay, I was going to ask you guys: Does Lance possess? Well, did so, Lance possess Panache? So in the beginning, I mean, he was this kid that, in interviews, was horrible, embarrassing. Uh, but he was so full of confidence; it it was almost sickening. You you weren't used to that. Texan. And, and we felt like Dick Swaggering. Please shut up. Cock. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Please yeah. shut yeah. up. But but he backed it up with world championships. He backed it up with some classics. He, yeah. you know, so then, so, so that was, that was a time where I really hated seeing him, his panache. Uh, later he, he kind of came around and, and I don't know, they, they uh, groomed him much better mm-hmm. in front of the mic. He didn't have all stellar moments in front of the mic, but you know, he definitely backed it up. He definitely led with flamboyance and, mm-hmm. and. And, and his I, style of racing was very, it, so. very aggressive yeah. and and old school stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, for that, I mean, I I loved watching him through the years. It, you know, and even to make the mistake of coming back, it shows kind of that like I'm not ready to lay down and die type of thing. I he should never have come back. Mm-hmm. That's the downfall. Yeah. Uh, he'll of admit his, that too. Mm-hmm. That was his, his fault. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but his ego, his style, his all that just wouldn't let go yeah kind of wanted to prove people wrong so two other writers that popped into my mind were marco pantani oh yeah um just because he he rode with panache his attacking style was was very much panache and i i can't believe i'm gonna say this because i don't think it really came to the surface until after he retired was bradley wiggins yeah i love his style now I, so cool. I, I don't know if i ever maybe it was my access to the sport at the time and and in terms of of, of did i see and hear and read enough interviews with him because the guy is just he's arrogant but in a very cool way and he's cocky and he's a smart ass and i, I love those elements of him and i mean it's flamboyant confidence mm-hmm you know the tattoos, the you know the the very much look he has right now is is very interesting, and so I just, you know, and I'm sure we could all think of other writers that kind of personified Panache. Um, you know, it, it obviously it's a term within the sport that that defines very particular writers in their writing style. Um, you know, did Laurent Fignon possess Panache? Yeah, yep, you know, yes, he did. Very in a calm, collected mm-hmm. manner. Um, you know. Um, I, I, I'm trying to think of more modern, you know, more modern writer. Well, I think speaking of Lance, the, the one thing that, real quickly, 
and I'm sure Jackson hasn't had a chance to speak in, but um, still, nevertheless, <laughs> He's sneezing the, his head off. Yeah, there. we got to get <laughs> him out of there. Um, the thing is, is is when uh, Floyd Landis took over and he won yeah. that next year, he said, "I couldn't believe how weak the the peloton was." You know, no one took control, and that's one thing that Lance did, and that's part yeah. of Panache, yeah, I guess. Of the is yeah, they're, yeah, the El Patron, they call yeah. the El Patron. Yeah. So he did have that, and 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 Merckx had that, and yeah. and there was many writers, you know, certainly Bernardi No had that. I've mm-hmm. heard many stories of people that that raced against him. Were like, Jesus, this guy was. He scared the shit out of you. Yeah. He was, you know, yeah. five foot seven, yeah. but he was yeah. like vicious. Yeah. The badger. But yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. what happened is I think too that we kind of lost you were talking about that, lost that that edge where characters are coming out because we had that, you know, the armada type of you didn't talk everybody was this Marginal is what you gains said. Well, no, this is even before that. Though. This yeah. is like right after Lance. I mean, no one wanted to talk about I mean, you didn't even during or, or after Lance, therefore, period, no one wanted to really say what they wanted to say because of the fear of everybody coming down on you because yeah. the drugs were yeah. so thick. Yeah. 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 And it had to take this generation, this young generation that we are all relishing, and we've got some great, great, you know, mm-hmm. young guys that are just, yeah. I think it's exciting mm-hmm. to watch. And as much as Remco is a prick, I think, his move it's coming um, out of his pores yeah it's coming out of his pores. It's, he's yeah. a bedwetting baby uh <laughs> i really think um but nevertheless you you kind of need that a little bit to be a champion yeah but you got to back it up and he hasn't yet in my opinion yeah. yeah and so but we have pidcock who's made some statements we've had all these people and it's up to them this is what really makes them a great is when they finally get to back up what they say and i hate to say it but you're seeing writers like uh well chris Froome needs to retire i'm going to say that right now he needs to retire it's time to just kind of hang him up but he's making 5.5 million a year so i wouldn't need him (laughs) uh you know garrett thomas is even kind of stepping back and going whoa these guys are out of control but i'm going to become a i love his twitter's personal persona has changed he's kind of more of a smart ass yeah and i think i think we're all realizing it's we've got these characters who have stepped into the forefront and into the limelight and they are quite comfortable there tata bagachar is i think a, a, a nice guy assassin i mean he's just fuck he's just and and they're, they're great person personalities and we're gonna have a lot of fun watching them so. well, Absolutely. And, and what i like to see too is a different form of panache than we used to see we used sure. to like i feel like with lance it was that bully. Ho- yeah the bully you know yeah yeah but, but oh, yeah. now now we're seeing more of like you said that nice guy panache where it's like like when it's race time sure that emotion comes out but afterwards mm-hmm. they can like make fun of themselves like mm-hmm. i like i remember when Aleph Lee raised his hands too early he posted about it and he said i'm not gonna post a picture of the finale yeah <laughs> like i i appreciate that like yeah. when uh, the pagacha reaching out to dilton van bala i think that's really yeah. cool um garen thomas how many times is he gonna crash and make fun of himself yeah but, he is but he's making a very fun of he's a yeah. great yeah. character yeah you know? mm-hmm. and i think a big reason as to why now we're starting to see more characters is i think social media has been able to create yeah. that mm-hmm. quite heavily yeah i agree i and agree because yeah. like now we know i mean the under thoughts of garen thomas or pagacha or mm-hmm. we even see like the hard moments that remco has to come to terms with mm-hmm. all through social media and it's we've seen with specific writers that sometimes it can create a negative character 
Um, but that's unfortunately the age that we live in now. And yeah. I think it's created a lot of really cool people that we now get to see at the front of races. Yeah. Even Roglic. He, he, he's a quiet guy, but you get to see a personality out yeah. of the guy, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. 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 And I, I think that just that's just going to make it stronger. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I love I love the attacking nature. I love when races when a guy like Dylan Van Barl, who none of us picked Mm-mm. going in mm-hmm. and to, to be able to go, wait, what? You know, this the depth is insane. Yet he won his last races. He's were been world. ass. Yeah. He's second in worlds, second yeah. in Flanders. Flanders and then yeah, then yeah. yeah but Rube. Of, yeah, that's how we're, uh, yeah. yeah. I basically what I'm trying to say is we all suck. at But we kind of yeah, still yeah. look at it. <laughs> the one. Uh, well, he, he had a good race. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now this is like, oh, okay. this is legit. And I'm talking yeah. like Flanders. It is know. a contract year for him, by the way. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. he's going <laughs> to. What have you done lately? Get out your checkbooks, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. So we got two races is coming up and i apologize we didn't get to the full topic but i think we covered a pretty damn good topic we there can with, hit that next week we can we can indeed um i do want to mention that uh if you're thinking about if you live in the region and you're thinking about joining and coming and racing the 24 hours of riverside uh the rates go up in in 11 days cool. so uh, entry fees go up on may 1st so uh you know bug your friends uh blackmail them get them drunk and make them sign up and and go for there um we're we're doing great uh, the registration looks really good and it's going to be a lot of fun jackson's going to be on the mic too so what oh, wow. more could you ask right on for? what more could you ask for uh so there we go everybody um keep the riverside down what else do i need to say like subscribe um all that kind of stuff tell a friend about the show and uh, am i forgetting anything because we're professionals we this is a professional <laughs> podcast except That's i right. you know i always fuck oh. something up yeah quote of the i you know somebody said something about uh phil like sorry you know and then he said uh Sold all, sold all his onions. I am. I. Oh yeah. My wife I and I that. said that all day. Sold, sold all, all his onions. onions. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that quote. I'm not gonna. I, I, oh, I do. You you brought up Phil Leggett. Yeah. I have to throw a big thank you out to the one and only Scott Bork. Yeah, yeah. Because he was the one who texted me immediately after the show was over last week, That's and he right. said, "Get this VPN and sign up for it. Pretend you live in Europe." And I found out this isn't like naughty. I keep yeah. thinking I shouldn't be yeah, mentioning yeah, no, this. Yeah, I know. It feels wrong. Doesn't yeah, it does. Yeah. And and so I we get GCN for all the races. Oh, I'll talk yeah. to you after okay. the show's over. Yeah. So there good. we go. If you want to, if you want a little GCN and across the board, yeah. The Czech porn on that thing is awesome. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. You're saying Czechoslovakian porn? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.